Hi, and welcome to my podcast, The Only Girl on the Job Site. I'm glad you found me. I'm Renee Beery, and I love empowering women to take on home projects, both large and small. I have been the only girl on the job site for the past 27 years, and I have seen it all. The good, the bad, the ugly, and everything in between. With my help, I hope you will be able to avoid the mistakes I've seen in the past and go into your project confident and knowledgeable about the industry so that your project is as smooth and successful as possible. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm really glad you're here. So we are in the beginning of December, and I hope everybody is preparing for the holidays. I know my family and I, we went out and got our Christmas tree yesterday, and actually we're a little late. We usually get it the Sunday after Thanksgiving, but quite frankly, the holidays snuck up on me, and after Thanksgiving, I just needed to veg out and decompress. So we went yesterday, and fun fact, uh, maybe not so fun, my family and I try to support local farms, and there are lots around me in about a 10 to 15 minute drive in kind of any direction. And we typically go to one just over the border in Pennsylvania. And this year they had far fewer trees overall in really any size than they had in the past. And of course, I just assumed pandemic issues because that's what I'm dealing with. That's what we're all dealing with. And the woman who runs the farm actually said it doesn't have anything to do with that. She said that due to the financial crisis in 2008, 2009, Tree farmers either went under and out of business, or they didn't plant as many trees because of finances. And so the trees that we are purchasing are between 10 and 12 years old. So apparently, regardless of pandemic, we were going to be experiencing this shortage of trees. And so it was really interesting to hear her talk and talking about all of the different varieties. And I have to admit, I'm a purist. I love a Douglas fir. I like tall and fat. My husband likes short and skinny. And of course, we always end up with tall and fat. But we enjoy that whole argument each year anyway. And the kids even get into it now by teasing and ribbing my husband about it. So maybe all of you knew that, but I actually had no clue that we are experiencing the aftermath of something that happened over a decade ago. And why do I bring that up? And mainly because I don't know what we're going to experience a decade from now due to the shortages and supply chain issues that we're experiencing now. And what I really wanted to talk about in this episode today. So I would say the supply chain issues we're dealing with are more in the past year. In the beginning, we still had supplies. We still had inventories. Now they may have been slower coming from overseas, but they were still overseas. What we're experiencing now is they just simply aren't sitting in warehouses ready to go. We're actually experiencing the need to manufacture something or fabricate something and then the shipping. And so it's just this compounding issue that stretches pretty much across all industries. But of course, to me, the most important is how it impacts my business. And by the way, Christmas presents, and I am, yes, way behind in ordering them. So there may or may not be some wrapped printouts of things that I couldn't get for my two children because they have been a little slow in getting me their Christmas list. So hopefully the people in your lives have been a little bit more proactive in getting you their hopes and dreams so that you can fulfill the ones that you want to. So the topic I wanted to discuss today is based on the questions I have been facing for the last 
week, two, three weeks. And that is from interior designers as well as homeowners and consumers. And that is, Renee, what do I do? I know now what's going on. And that is a blessing, to be honest. I don't feel I need to educate people as much about the supply chain issues because, quite frankly, national news has been doing that for me. And in fact, that is a novelty. And typically, things that happen inside my industry are not covered on the nightly news. But this is so systemic and so widespread that it is hitting the nightly news. So I guess that's the good thing, right? We all sort of know what's going on. We all sort of know that we're in it together. It's not some contractor trying to feed you a line or some designer trying to push off your project or what have you. This really is something that is across the board affecting each and every one of us. So the next round of questions is not what's happening, but what do I do about it? And this is an interesting question to ask and one I completely understand because, again, like I've said in the past, home renovations are one of the most expensive investments you will make. So getting it right, getting the team right, getting the timing right are all things that I use this podcast to encourage you all to take the right steps. And so in this case, what I'm hearing the most is when do I start a project or even do I start a project? And that project could be buying furniture or planning a small painting project or putting on a massive addition or building a home from the ground up. All of these really fall into the same category because all of these components of the industry are suffering delays and significant delays. And so in speaking with these women, my advice has been the same. Yes, move forward with your project. But that doesn't mean that you will get a date and time on your calendar for when the project starts. And that particularly goes to a construction project. Now, we have discussed in the past that contractors are approaching construction projects in a totally different way than ever before in my experience, meaning they are saying, I won't even start a project until all of the pieces are on site or in a warehouse sitting waiting to be delivered. And while we can discuss and argue whether that is a reasonable thing to do, it is unfortunately something that they are insisting on, a lot of them. And I don't see that going away because the lead times are just being extended. Now, if your project is furnishings or fabrics or window treatments, any of the soft goods that go into a house, those lead times are also extending past even the last time we spoke about them. So again, my recommendation is move forward with it. So let's break this into the two different components. If we're talking about a construction project and you want to do it in 2022, but you don't know when in 2022, don't wait to start your research. I was speaking with a woman on Friday and she has done several small projects with a local construction company that I am very familiar with and very high quality. She said, we have more projects to do, one to two small projects and one to two large projects but I don't know how to set this up. And we had a lengthy discussion about it. And really what I told her she should be doing is starting now, the planning phases. Now, the small projects, the one to two small projects that she has planned, that may not take that much planning. However, 
get those drawings made, get the selections made. You can even get preliminary pricing because she already knows which contractor she's going to be using. On the flip side, I told her, be prepared. The pricing might change. If she's pricing it out in January, the project doesn't start until June, July, August, chances are that contractor will want to rerun the numbers to make sure that if one of his vendors has raised his prices, that his estimate is according to the current pricing. That is reasonable. That is to be expected. No one can predict all of the price increases that we're experiencing. And to lock someone in in January, knowing that the project could be months away from starting is unreasonable. And I doubt a contractor would let you do it. And To be honest, if a contractor did let you lock it in in January, knowing that they probably wouldn't start until summer or fall, I would say that might be a red flag because does that mean he's really willing to eat the difference over things that he cannot control? That's definitely a red flag for me. So if you have a contractor that you're in negotiations with and they say, sure, no matter what, these prices are firm, I would probably put them on the side and discuss your project with the other two or three people. You know, if you've been listening to me, I always recommend you have three people that you definitely want to meet with and five people that you want to interview to get down to that three. So you'll always have these options if one contractor kind of gives you that minor red flag that we were just talking about. So what else is this woman supposed to prepare for? And we discussed it. One of the projects was a bathroom. It really doesn't matter what room it is, but I explained to her, go ahead, make your selections, pick out that bathtub you've always wanted, pick out the faucets, pick out the finishes. But no, if you're picking them in January and the project isn't starting until late summer, maybe something's been discontinued or maybe the faucet is available, but no longer offered in the finish you like. These are things that are unfortunately going to become issues as we move through this process of hopefully coming out of these supply chain issues. I have seen it with my vendors. They are paring down their lines and their options in order to maintain their high level of quality. And maybe that's a correction that's long overdue. I haven't had enough perspective because we're still in the throes of it to really appreciate it, but I'm starting to think that this may be for the best. So these are things that need to be considered, but it's actually, it's fine, right? If you know in January that you are going to have buttoned up drawings, a real solid design in place, selections made that might need to be tweaked before the project starts, that's okay. Maybe at the time when you're doing selections, you pick option B or finish B, or just even be thinking about it. Gee, if this faucet isn't available, I still really like this other one too. You know, these are the things that are practical knowledge. If you know in advance, it doesn't seem to be as big of a letdown when something has to be substituted. Or knowing that the pricing could go up always makes it easier when the contractor comes back and says, hey, I got to reprice this. It's been six, seven, eight months and my vendor's numbers are creeping up. I've had this happen multiple times in the last couple of months let alone since this pandemic started. And to be honest, the numbers have not gone up significantly. A couple of hundred here, maybe a little bit more there, but overall, none of the pricing became deal breakers. And mainly because the expectations were set that this was a possibility. So I really recommend you going forward now. Start 
now with your designs. Start now with setting up your ideas, your teams, start interviewing contractors. And again, as a homeowner, if you're planning to manage your project on your own, I cannot recommend enough my course, Only Girl on the Job Site. This signature course of mine is the step-by-step guide to managing your own project like a pro. It walks you through interviewing. It walks you through setting up a project. It walks you through design ideas and concepts for the big rooms that are typically done, kitchens, bathrooms. It even goes over floor refinishing and painting because those are the projects that I see happen most commonly. And it gives you the confidence to know that you are doing this right. And so all of that information is on my website. You can jump in at any time because I know projects start and stop all the time. There is no season of projects the way there used to be historically 10, 15 years ago. So I truly recommend that you take the time, invest in yourself so that your management of this project is successful. This will make a humongous difference in your overall experience throughout the project, as well as finishing strong and knowing that your project was successful because you took the time to invest in yourself. So now many of you are thinking, Renee, I'm not doing a renovation project in 22. It's just too much. I'm too stressed out. This past year has been way too much. And let me tell you, I hear you. This past year has been brutal for me personally. And I get it. The thought of taking on a renovation project and the disruption and the chaos that it brings can be extremely overwhelming. And please hear me, that is okay. That is a legitimate reason to not do a project. Because if you are not emotionally ready to take on an extremely invasive project, then please don't do it. Please push it off. It will be so much more difficult even with the skills that I teach you inside of the course, if you are not emotionally prepared for it, it will be so much more taxing than it would be under other circumstances. So there are lots of you listening saying, I just want to buy some new furniture, but I hear it's insane right now. Well, you're right. It is insane right now. And I don't see an end in sight. And I don't say that lightly. And I say it with terrific sadness because, of course, I spend a lot of time purchasing furniture for my clients. But what I do want to say is go ahead, get in line, get in that queue because the lines are getting longer. It is unprecedented, the amount of orders that are coming in for furniture. And the manufacturers are still facing the same delays, the same labor shortages, the same material shortages as they have the entire time. And now we're further crippled by the delays in freight. But the upside is that the orders are coming. I have never, knock wood, seriously, please knock wood for me, had a vendor call me after waiting weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and say, sorry, Renee, we're just not making it. It just doesn't happen. And now I also will tell you, they will call me and say, hey, you know how I promised it to you in October, we're now looking at the end of December. That has happened. And sadly, it has happened pretty regularly lately. And we spend an inordinate amount of time, far more than ever before in my career, expediting all the open orders. And to be frank, when we call, we're like, who knows what we're going to be told and just 
make sure we're sitting down when we're told it. There's no upside to us getting upset. There's no upside to us canceling the order midstream. It's just best to simply be patient and wait and know that it's coming. And so we communicate that with our clients every step of the way. And so for designers listening to me, I know it is not comfortable to email your client week after week with either no update or a bad update. But just know that knowledge is power. And so while you have to deliver the bad news, you're the bad guy, there's really nothing you can do about it. And hopefully your client will see it that way. Now, there's going to be upset. And trust me, we just got through one major holiday and we're heading into the true holiday season. And yes, I have disappointed clients and I know this. And in fact, we are hanging a chandelier that has been sitting in its box in my client's dining room since June because we've been waiting on the dining room furniture. Now, the good news is the dining room furniture has shipped. The bad news is it's still not at my receiver. It has been two and a half weeks coming from West Virginia to Pennsylvania. And in two and a half weeks, I'm still not given an estimated arrival time at my receivers. Now, keep in mind, when it gets to a receiver who are so inundated with orders, it can take up to a week for them to uncrate, inspect, and send me a report that hopefully, fingers crossed, there's no damage. And then we schedule for delivery. So this past week, I had to tell my clients, I cannot guarantee it for Christmas. And it seemed absurd to say that because they knew it was being fabricated in West Virginia. This is not something coming from overseas. The entire piece is being fabricated from U.S. trees in a U.S. factory. And it's still taking this long. So we've been holding off hanging the chandelier because we want to get the height correct, right? We don't want to hang a chandelier with nothing under it and you bang into it. It's just a silly thing to do. So we've been waiting. But guess what? We are now moving a Costco table. God bless those six-foot Costco tables into the dining room. We've confirmed that the heights are the same for the tables. And so we're going to hang the chandelier over the Costco table. And my client will use a tablecloth just in case the beautiful new table doesn't arrive. We're hoping that going through all those steps means that that table and buffet will show up in time, but there's no guarantee. And me implying to a client that it could make it in time for Christmas just puts false hopes in their minds. So I am open and honest, and I have told them, my receiver knows to keep an eye out for it. They are willing to flip it around as quickly as they possibly can. But this client celebrates Christmas, and we all know that that's December 25th. So if we make it, that is a small miracle in this day and age. And if we don't, we have a backup plan. It's not going to be the perfect solution, but it will get her family around her table in an otherwise beautifully finished floor-to-ceiling dining room, just not at the table we had anticipated. So this is why this topic today is so important. I can't encourage you all enough to just keep moving forward. By waiting, you are only prolonging your project. If you think, oh, Renee, I'm going to wait six months and then I'm going to place the orders. Let me tell you, for furniture, my clients that ordered six months ago were given 24 to 26 week lead times for upholstery pieces. And the company has kept to the 24 to 26 week 
fabrication time. Now, as a comparison, we just placed another round of furniture orders for a client this past week from the same company. We're now being told 35 weeks. So since June, this one company has had to extend their fabrication time by up to 12 weeks. It's insane. So if my client had waited and said, you know what, Renee, let's wait another couple of months, see if the dust settles and the sky is clear. Who knows what she would be offered at that point? So she and I discussed it and she said, you know what, let's get in line. And I said, yes, that is the right decision. Get in line. Now, we, of course, are hoping that that 35 weeks gets shrunk down, but all bets are off. No guarantees in sight. And that is what I want interior designers to hear me say. Do not fluff your clients. Do not tell them unrealistic deadlines because this is simply out of your control. And I am a huge proponent of just leveling with the client. They may say, no way, no how. 35 weeks, not ordering it. But then it's their decision based on the facts that you know today. And trust me, they can change tomorrow. But if you try to sugarcoat it, if you say it's going to be 35 weeks, but I have a feeling it's going to end up coming in at 28. And then that 28 week mark comes and goes, your client's going, hey, you told me you thought it'd be 28 weeks. What's going on? Just don't promise things you can't control. It's really that simple. And I also now tell everyone, So homeowners and designers hear me when I say, I tell people it's going to be 35 weeks. And right now I'm experiencing four to five weeks to get it from a factory to a receiver to someone's home. And that's assuming there's no damage anywhere. And yes, we've been experiencing damage too. Luckily, not too much, but it has played a role in our most recent orders. So these are the things that I cannot believe I'm sitting there having to discuss. I mean, seriously, I am heading into my 29th year in this business, and I am saying 35 weeks for furniture made in North Carolina. I mean, that's just absurd. And then four to five weeks to get it to a home? That's just nuts. This company that I order a lot from, in pre-pandemic days, not around the holidays, they were six to seven weeks. They're now 35. I'm not kidding. Think about that. How does a company go from six to seven weeks around the holidays? They were eight to nine. They were never over nine. Go to 35 weeks in a matter of what, 20, 22 months? It is insane. And I really mean it. It is truly insane. And I I still have a hard time wrapping my brain around it, but it is where we are. And so given what we know now, Given the situation we are in right now, the other option is to just sit on the sidelines. And that is entirely up to you. But I know there are a lot of people who want the products, right? I mean, even if it is going to be mid-July when this furniture order comes in, it's still going to be coming in. And that's what I want to convey in this episode. And for those construction projects, please hear me. Now is the time to start the process to start the design, to start building your team. Because if you wait six months and then start the design process and building the team, well, you're going to be months beyond that before you even settle on a team and a design. And then lo and behold, it'll be a year. You don't want that. And if you don't want that, then you start now. And then you know, going into it, prices might change slightly. 
items and materials may have to be swapped out for something that is no longer available. But those are things you can manage if you know ahead of time that it's possible. I always find that clients are amenable, flexible, more understanding when they know in advance that these are possibilities that can happen. And trust me, I have clients tease me in the end and say, Renee, your horror stories didn't come true. Great. Nobody is happier to be wrong than me under those circumstances. But I also know that I put them out there so that the client could set their expectations appropriately with the knowledge and experience that I have. So please know, move forward with your projects if you want to do something in 2022. Let's hope that in the next couple of months, the clouds will be parting, the supply chains will be catching up, and we will be laughing about this. Do you remember the time when we had to wait 35 weeks for furniture? I will be the first to do an entire episode on the hilarity of the problems that we are suffering through right now. But until that time, Someone made the perfect comment the other day, Renee, it is what it is. And that, unfortunately, couldn't sum it up any better. So I highly encourage you, move forward with your project. Look on my website. There are lots of digital products. And of course, both designer and homeowners have access to the Only Girl on the Job site courses, which walk you step-by-step through the entire process from start to finish on any home renovation project of any size. It is truly a one-of-a-kind tool to bring your projects to fruition, to managing your project smoothly and successfully. So as we're heading into the holidays, add to your to-do list, start planning your project. Start thinking furniture and furnishings. And then hit the ground running strong and confident in 2022. I know you won't regret that decision because preparation is key to your success. Even early preparation is going to be the key to your success. And that is what I want for each and every one of you. So as always, thank you for your time today. I look forward to our next time together. Hopefully, I'll be a little more organized for the holidays. And if this brings up more questions and answers, you know how to reach me. It's Renee at DevigneDesign.com. I'm happy to dig into whatever issues you're dealing with right now. Thanks again for listening. I look forward to our next time together. Thank you so much for listening. Feel free to reach out to me. You can email me or direct message me through social media and we can start a conversation about what it is you're going through right now. That will also help me come up with other ideas for future podcasts that I can share with everyone, as I assure you, we're all in the same boat together. I would really appreciate it if you would subscribe to my podcast and leave me a review. If you would like to find out more about me and what I can do, please go to my website, www.devignedesign.com. Thanks for listening, and I hope to hear from you soon.